0: And kooky, I'm pretty sure it's dead It's coming this way Wait a minute, hey, I'm ghosted By Roz Hernandez me, Hey, boo, it's me, Roz And welcome to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez The podcast where I talk to people that I like About the paranormal Hey, real quick, I just want to say that uh, this is one of your last opportunities in the L.A. area to come see me doing Ghosted live on stage at Largo at the Coronet Theater, which is in Hollywood. And that is next week, which is the 5th of March. You can get those tickets at Largo-LA.com. Or go to my Instagram, at Roz Hernandez. That is where uh, you will find a link in the bio that has the ticket link there. It's going to be a night you're not going to want to miss. I will have so many guests. There might be ghosts there. So much fun. Definitely some haunted dolls. Lots of laughs. And maybe I'll even get to meet you. Oh, another thing. I haven't bugged you about this in a while. Could you please do me a big old favor and rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends? It always helps the show so much to have all those great ratings and, you know, an Instagram story never hurts. Following the Ghosted by Roz Instagram just telling people about the show, spreading the love, spreading the positivity. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. I had a comedian on the show today that I love named Dylan Adler. And we will get to that. But first, here are some stories that came to my email, ross at gmail.com. And they come from Ashley. There's two of them. Let's get into both of them because I liked it. Okay. The first one happened a long time ago when I was on summer break from my junior year of college. It was the year 2007. Rihanna's umbrella topped the charts. The Simpsons movie was in theaters, and I was once again agonizing over whether to switch my college major. I was staying at my dad's house due to my parents' recent divorce drama, but that's a long story for the hostess, of a different type of podcast. Oh, okay. Needless to say, it was wild times. One night, in my old bedroom, I was asleep when I woke up for no apparent reason. I turned my head, looking out into my bedroom, lit only by the moon. But right next to my bed, a woman was standing, looking right at me. She was young, probably mid 20s, and pretty. She was wearing a satiny-looking nightie and a thin chain necklace around her neck with some kind of small charm. She was translucent and kind of in grayscale. We made direct eye contact. Nothing about her was scary, but I was terrified. The look on my face must have communicated that because she suddenly looked kind of disappointed. It seemed like she sighed, As she picked up the charm on her necklace and started playing with it, I looked away. At that moment, I must have blinked, and when I opened my eyes, she was gone. I had this feeling like she wanted to tell me something or ask for my help, but when I was obviously scared, she gave up and left. I felt kind of guilty and wished that I had been able to help her somehow, but I have no type of psychic or parapsychology skills. I'm simply open to paranormal experiences. But I know it wasn't a dream because as I was looking at her and feeling scared, I tried to tell myself it was a dream. In an attempt to wake myself up, I dug my nails into my leg after I got out of bed because there was no way I could fall back to sleep. I ran my hand over my leg, looked down and noticed that the nail marks were still there. It wasn't a dream. Okay, then there's another story that's very different. Let's get to this one. The next one. Is way less intense, and it happened just a couple of weeks ago. First off, and this becomes relevant, I promise, one of my dogs is not even 20 pounds. (sighs) At night, she sleeps in between my knee pits with her little chin resting on my leg. (laughs) Well, the evening of December 13th, I did not sleep in my own bed. The reason is that I went to see a production of Golden Girls Christmas Drag Show at Hamburger Mary's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was a Wednesday night, and there was no way that I was going to drive an hour and a half home in the middle of the night and then get up and be any good at work in the morning. So I took some personal time on Thursday morning and stayed over at my best friend's house Wednesday night. So she goes on to say that she woke up a couple of times because her friend has some babies that were making noise. Okay, so then... One of the times I woke up to the baby noises. I rolled over onto my stomach to go back to sleep. As I laid there, I felt my little dog walking in between my calves, as she does when she's finding the right place to lay down and curl up. This is a very familiar feeling, and it didn't startle me at all. It took a second for it to register that my dog was not there with me. So I tried to make sense of it as I laid there. Did my friend have a ghost cat that they weren't aware of? Did my dog Astro project so she could sleep in her regular spot? Can dogs even Astro project? I don't know, but I didn't feel uneasy at all. I went peacefully back to sleep. I still can't make any sense of it, but it doesn't really matter. Whoever it was was respectful and let me go back to sleep. Oh, that's so cute. I think it's like almost like um, like what do they call that like phantom? like f- phantom stuff you know like uh phantom limbs or phantom um phone vibrations you know when you're like used to having certain things physically happen and then they don't and then you're like you still like feel it you know what i'm saying i wonder if it was something like that or a dog ass for projecting like mm, i want to be between the knee pits that's so cute thank you for sending that ashley okay Let's talk to the one and only Dylan Adler. On with the show. Oh, my God. I am joined today by somebody that tickles my funny bone right in the tickly spot. Dylan Adler, hello.
1: It is an honor to be here, Roz. The feeling is mutual bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How are you? I'm
1: good. I um, I am in my LA apartment. I got my COVID tetanus and flu shot yesterday, so I'm a little, you know, feeling those, but I'm happy to be here to talk about ghosts with you, Roz.
0: You know, sometimes when you're like sick or just kind of like in that kind of state, I don't know, in a, in, a, in a different state than just regular healthy. Sometimes that opens you up more to the spiritual realm, people believe.
1: Really? Oh, my. I love that. Well, I think that's perfect that I'm this way because I'm, I'm a vessel.
0: You're a vessel. Mm-hmm. So I'm joined today by a vessel. Mm-hmm. Vessel Dylan Adler. I don't know much about your thoughts on the paranormal, ghosts, spiritualness, mm-hmm. where are you at, just generally speaking? Uh, I fully
1: believe. I yeah. believe in the ghosts. I believe that, you know, your spirit does not die. I listen to Super Soul Sunday, Oprah. Oh. But, you know, I fully do believe in ghosts. I believe in um, that the form dies and then the spirit lives on. I fully do
0: believe that. So you believe in life after love?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Were you raised in a way, culturally, religiously, anything like that, that would form your beliefs on this stuff? Well, my dad
1: is Jewish, but he's very like science, and he's very, he doesn't believe in that. He believes in science, and it's like, when you're dead, you're dead. My (laughs) uh, Ojichen and Obachan, my mom's parents are Buddhist. So I think reincarnation. But my mom is slightly Buddhist, but more spiritual and does believe in that. She does believe in the spirits and the ghosts and the things.
0: I love Buddhism. Yeah. I mean, Buddhism to me makes the most sense.
1: It's the cuntiest religion. It's the <laughs> it's the most
0: free. It's the most chill.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's really a good one.
0: And a lot of it is about like, Personal ownership and, like, taking control of your own, like, dealing with what's going on within and mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. I don't know. I like that. I mean, and, and it really is, like, it's not, like, either you believe
1: or you're done. It's, like, you can take as much as you want. You can dip in. You can dip. It's, like, very much.
0: Yes.
1: Um, It's very much just guidelines.
0: Yeah, I like guidelines. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you were not raised around any Christianity or Catholicism or any of the stuff? No, no. That turned me into this.
1: <laughs> no, no. Wow,
0: Buddhism and Judaism.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> so have you ever had a ghost experience or anything of that nature yourself?
1: I feel like I felt the presence of ghosts before 100%.
0: Where? Um, in my house? That one right
1: there? No, not this house. Oh, this this is a sterile new building. No ghosts here.
0: That's where they get you, though. Really? You might think that there's no ghosts there. What do you mean? That land's been there for forever. Who knows what's happened there? Oh, that's true. I guess you're right. You just never know. That in-unit laundry I see behind you, it could have been owned by a witch that used to... Mm-hmm clean her broomsticks mm-hmm. in
1: there, mm-hmm.
0: you just never know.
1: Yes, I just never know. That's true. Okay, so wait, mm-hmm.
0: you had a ghost in your home. I mean, I felt, you know, later in
1: life, I felt a little more spiritual and, you know, like I could sense dead relatives in my house. Yes. In my childhood home. What does that mean? Like it just sends the presence of, you know, a past grand grandparent.
0: Like you smell them,
1: yeah, or you just feel you feel them, or like in the room where they used to stay when they came to our house, you mm-hmm. feel their presence there. Oh, okay. I mean, I can I get in? I I had a psychedelic experience with.
0: Ooh, okay, give it to me
1: with this a
0: drug called bufo. Excuse me. Yes, it sounds sexual, but it's a boo. I think I got a bufo one time from this guy. <laughs> Well, you probably did. But it wasn't psychedelic. It wasn't psychedelic. (laughs) Wait, is boofed? Is that a thing?
1: Boofing? I think it is. (laughs) I looked it up on on Urban Dictionary. Boofing is something sexual. What is it? I've never done it. Yeah, what is it? Boofing.
0: I'm about to Google boofing. Please
1: Google boofing.
0: Is that B-O-O-F?
1: Yeah, boof. boof. Fiddler on the boof.
0: I'm terrified of what this is gonna mean. Yeah. Um, okay, boofing. Oh. <laughs> it's a term used for anal sex in the 80s. Oh. Oh. More recently, it's the act of inserting drugs. Into the 80s. <laughs> okay. That's boofing. Okay, so you you boofed some boof. I boofed some boof. <laughs>
1: So this is DMT, so it's like ayahuasca, Uh but it makes your ego completely die. And so I experienced ego death.
0: I could challenge that. My ego, I would need a lot. Oh my God. I mean, like, I was
1: skeptical too, but Roz, the ego died. How do you do it? You smoke it, inhale it. And then it hits immediately and it's oh. ceremonial. So basically there, there were two white women who were there who guided me through it and who kind of like, you know, were like guiding the whole ceremony. I, this all happened in the Chelsea Hotel in New York. D- Very haunted. Very
0: haunted. I did it in the room where Janice Joplin stayed. Why? How? Uh, how did this happen?
1: This happened because, okay, so this is crazy. I have this show called Rape Victims Are Horny Too." The show is basically about like healing from rape trauma and like all this stuff. I do it with my friend Kelly Bachman. And then my friend Florence saw the show. Me and Florence started talking about it and she talked about this bufo, this psychedelic experience she did with this toad venom and how powerful it was. And I felt like there was something inside of me that felt very drawn to it. Uh And I looked into it and I prepared for it. You have to kind of like fast a day before And so then I did it, and it was one of the most indescribable things I've been through. It was really intense.
0: Like a spiritual, supernatural situation?
1: Yes. So I inhaled it. My ego immediately died, and I felt as though I was not Dylan Adler. I was just a fabric of the universe. (gasps) And I could hear all these voices of like, we've been waiting for you. Welcome, welcome. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Isn't that crazy? And I cried. I laughed. It was this, like, emotional cathartic. And I felt the presence of my grandmother who passed away. I, like, really felt it. And I felt her connection to my older sister who has low-functioning autism. She's, like, developmentally delayed. And she had, like, a special connection with her. So I literally—it was crazy. I felt like I I was even in, like, a European village, a Polish village, Like, because that's where my ancestors are from, like Jews from Poland and stuff. So that's what I experienced. And I felt really deeply connected to her for some reason.
0: Wow. I've said this many times about psychedelics, which is not something I have experience with. But people do sometimes tell me these stories here. And like, I think it's easy for people to be like, you were just on drugs or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know. I think that it can like you know, you're put in this state where you're no longer focused on all the shit that you focus on as a human adult in the world. And you're opened up to another realm around you. And I think that it can absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. Be you're on drugs. But I think it could be legitimate, um, spiritual, paranormal, whatever experiences.
1: One hundred percent. One thousand percent. I mean, <laughs> there's a difference between this drug and fucking ketamine. or <laughs> Like, I don't know, like a party. D- but like this to me was like, whoa, this this cracked open shit that was in there that was already just in me. How long did it last?
0: An hour. Oh, that's not too bad. Not too bad. So Chelsea Hotel is very haunted from what they say. I
1: felt very haunted dark energy in there it was dark ghost energy
0: that's what i've heard i've never been there but i've heard a lot of different stories and i've even heard stories if i'm not mistaken there's the one guy from the sopranos Mm. i can't remember his name right now oh he's also in white lotus james gandolfini no oh who's the one that's in white lotus oh oh yeah i can see his face so that guy yeah, yeah. He goes on Celebrity Ghost Stories one time and tells a story about when he lived there and how there was, like, Titanic survivors that they, like, housed there or something. Really? Listen, don't be taking facts from me right now. But I just boofed. Oh, my God. So... You're high, <laughs> I don't... Wow. But I'm pretty sure it was something like that. I mean,
1: like, there's so many creatives, songwriters, and, like, poets and, like, who lived and have history there. So I just sensed a lot of creative, but very dark, creative energy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Can I tell you a story that I researched?
1: Oh, my God, please.
0: This story is called Pete the Poltergeist. Okay. Are you familiar with poltergeists? Um,
1: I know the movie, I know the word, Uh but you better get into that specific description.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it means noisy ghost. Oh, ghost but loud. (laughs) Ghost but make it loud. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) like the J-Lo, like, let's get loud. (laughs) Okay, so it's inauguration White House ghost. Exactly. So, basically, when you die, Mm -hmm. you could say, let's be peaceful Or Let's Get Loud. When I
1: get lowered into the earth, I want the song that's played is Let's Get Loud.
0: During the national anthem. Absolutely. Yes. That's basically what it is. Now, sometimes it's like a human ghost that's like also, for whatever reason, can throw shit around. Mm -hmm. Some people believe that it's telekinesis. Like it's all being moved with the mind Either from a dead person that can, like, look at something and move it, or a living person that can do that, and Mm -hmm. they just don't realize that they're the ones that are doing it. They can't necessarily control it. Okay. So this is Pete the Poltergeist, and Pete the Poltergeist was most famously featured in a 1990s TV show, like a kind of paranormal, fun, 90s British show called Strange But True?, Mm. But it is a true story, and it took place in Wales, in Cardiff. The stars of this story, we got Pat and John Matthews. Mm. They own a lawnmower repair service, and they also would sell lawnmowers. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that happened to them, they're in their lawnmower studio, and they are hearing stones being thrown on their roof. Mm -hmm. And they're like... Which one of these little kids in the neighborhood is throwing stones at us? hmm Isn't there what's the phrase like throwing stones and glass ceilings or
1: Don't throw stones at a glass at a glass if you live in a glass house?
0: In a glass lawnmower factory. So they go outside and they're like, Which one are you kids? is throw it. There's nobody. Hmm. The stones are coming from nowhere. Whoa. There's no source. But they are indeed stones being thrown at them.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So then the activity is starting to ramp up as the days go on. Oh. They start seeing little small objects in their... I keep saying studio because I don't know anything about motors or anything. What do you call it? A repair shop. Like an auto... Yeah, no, it's a motor one-bedroom. <laughs> it's like a like a, it's like a it's body shop. Mm-hmm, yeah, auto the auto repair mower shop. For lawnmowers. Yes, They got a lot of little bits and pieces around their equipment. They're starting to see these little things getting thrown around, like little ball bearings. Mm-hmm. Also more stones just getting thrown around. And it's a little weird for them, but they're kind of like, yeah. they're kind of still convinced that it's probably somebody that works there. That's just like being silly or a kid or. yeah, Then they notice that there's an area in the shop that is ice cold. If they just go over there, it's a cold spot. Which, okay, if that's a ghost, I always think about this, like, are you walking through the ghost? Like, are you, like, in the ghost? Like, is the ghost like, Ew, get out of me! This feels weird! Okay, wow. I'm not sure, but... They would smell a horrible smell of something burning. (gasps) Then, stuff would start to go missing. A pair of keys was nowhere to be found for about... Five to ten minutes, they're like, where are these damn keys? And then, out of nowhere, it just gets thrown across the room.
1: Whoa.
0: So, every morning, their interns would find money. No unpaid interns here. (laughs) They would find ten-pound notes.
1: That's so woke.
0: It's so woke. And, um... They're still like, okay, it's one of these employees. So they decide to get all the employees together, Mm -hmm. put their hands on a table in the shop, and they're like, okay, so no one can move. There's no way that any of us are throwing anything. And then John, the owner, is like, all right, if you're here, you know, throw a stone. And then all of a sudden a stone gets thrown at them. Wow. And then he's like, oh, shit, we need to, like, write this down as we do this experiment. Right when he says that, they all claim that a pen gets thrown at them (gasps) after he says we need to write this down.
1: (gasps) Wow. Like this ghost. This ghost is kind of sassy.
0: I know. Yeah. You're like, oh, is this what you need?
1: Is this what you needed?
0: Ballpoint. (laughs) So then they make different requests. They're like, can you throw some small engine parts at us? They throw little pieces.
1: Oh, oh, my God. And you told me a husband.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. Right. Uh, you got more of that money? Yeah. So this is when they realize, okay, this is a ghost. Mm-hmm. So they say that they were never afraid. They decided to name it Pete, and they thought of it like it was a family member. Oh. This is very intelligent for a ghost to be able to like take commands yeah that's pretty out there usually ghosts are just kind of like they come and go and yeah they do a little bit here and there but this ghost seemed to be like here to play and ready whenever i really love pete pete is queen yeah so they called a local professor that was a parapsychologist And when he arrived, he was greeted by something being thrown. And they're like, okay, Mm -hmm. we got us a ghost. Let's do this. So what the parapsychologist noticed is that there seems to be a focal point in the shop where the objects land. Like, it seems to always be kind of going to this one spot. And the parapsychologist noticed there was no seeing the objects flying. Like, they just kind of, like, appeared. He said it was just so weird that it's not like they were being thrown from a corner or something. Like, they just kind of, like— Appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. And by the way, there's a clip on YouTube of the segment from Strange But True of this. If you just type in Pete the Poltergeist and you can see all these people getting interviewed. Yeah. So now that we got other people involved here, this is when the newspaper articles start to get written. And it was drawn in customers, and they witnessed the activity themselves, all these customers. One day, one of the workers named Fred was fixing a lawnmower on the floor with John, and he looked up and he saw a tiny boy sitting on a shelf. <gasps> he said that the little boy was all gray with no face, and he was waving at them. Oh my
1: God, Pete's a little boy.
0: They then moved to a larger place because they were booming, honey. Wow. You need a lawnmower in Wales? This is the place to go. So Pete did not move with them. However, he moved in with Fred, the man that saw the ghost. Oh, so Pete is just like kind of a member of Fred's family? Yeah, he's like, I'll go with you. That's fine. That's so cute. Fred said that picture frames would turn, things would get thrown around the house. But then... Apparently, there was like a piece of pottery that kept disappearing and reappearing in his house. And then his wife and he broke a piece off of it. And then somehow that stopped it. And then Pete was gone for forever. I don't know. That's how the story ends. It's a little strange, but true. Wow. So that was Pete the Poltergeist.
1: Wow. I mean, Pete is such a sweetie.
0: I really like Pete. I like Pete. Would you like to meet a haunted doll? Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for a segment I like to call... The, the Dolls, 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 Dolls Are Living! <laughs> Jiha, could you show us this doll? Dylan Adler, I would like you to meet Ralph!
1: <gasps> Whoa.
0: So we've got Ralph here.
1: Well, we should sure do.
0: Ralph is a clown. Mm-hmm. She's giving... Is it Paisley? What is that? Um, I don't even know what... F- or no, it's got like little, I don't know, ornaments or something. We've got some poof balls on the chest. Yes. A very classic clown look. Yes. With a matching poof ball hat. Yes. Which I appreciate. She's giving retirement help. <laughs> In what way?
1: I don't know. She just, <laughs> she reminds me of <laughs> my white grandma, maybe. I don't even know. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's nice that she's got comfy clothes on, but still did a full beat. (laughs) Not a shape out of place on that face.
1: It's like a Zoom show. Pajamas, but a full
0: beat. Exactly. Yeah. This is... A live stream drag show is basically <laughs> what Miss Ralph is given. It's drag race COVID times. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so Ralph comes with a biography. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, it's a very long biography. So we'll just give you until we can't take any more. We'll just go through a little bit of this. Um, Ralph is currently going for 155 big ones. American USD. Wow. Now you I don't seem to be very familiar with this world. Don't worry. Uh, this is the world I live in, the eBay haunted doll community. And I will say 155 it's up there. Okay. That is not a price that you put on something that's like, this thing is terrorizing me. I need it out of my house. That is usually a price that's like, this thing's great. I don't even want to get rid of it. But... If you give me $155, okay, fine. Yes. Keep in mind that the story, sort of, of this world of haunted dolls is that. Ralph was a real human being who died oh. and then got inside of this doll somehow. And now you could buy the doll and you get Ralph with it.
1: <laughs> okay, two for one.
0: Two for one. And if anyone wants to see a picture, go to uh, Ghosted by Raws on Instagram under the tab on the show that or on the page that says dolls. Okay. Ralph was raised in Arizona. Oh. He was a well-known man that owned an ice cream shop, Mm. and the kids would stop there on their way home from school. Ralph was always joking around with them as well as their parents, and they would come to the shop on a Saturday night. Ralph was well-liked by the town. He was successful uh, with his little ice cream shop for over 20 years. But Ralph went out of business when he was found selling drugs from the shop. (gasps) Oh, my God. Um. Nobody caught him until one night. He had done a man wrong. And when the man came over to collect what he owned, um, he was uh, shot by the, by the man. <gasps> so, Oh, my God. Oh, no. Just kidding. He shot the man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, Ralph. <laughs> yes. So he then went to 15 years in prison. Okay,
1: so there's a darkness to Ralph. And I'm really <laughs> sensing that from the the clown. From this doll. I sense that kind of, hey kids, ice cream.
0: <laughs> uh, ice cream and drugs, if you want. Exactly. Um, he died in prison. He was hit in the head, whatever. Okay, so he was uh, 55 years old. Okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. he's chosen this clown to be his vessel, but, mm-hmm. and it's in all caps, Ralph is no clown at all. He really believes this clown doll will throw you off and make you think that he's just another funny clown and he intends to do just that. But Ralph has been with me for the last three months and I honestly cannot stand him any longer. I purchased him at an estate sale and he was sitting above me on a shelf. He winked at me and smiled. I thought he was a sweet guy that was kind of flirting. I walked towards him and heard him mutter to himself. I couldn't hear what he said, but he was so cute sitting on the shelf he told me, or you told me he wanted me to take him home.
1: <gasps> Womanizer.
0: As he made his way down the bottom shelf, I scooped him up, and then we went home. After we left, I had some other spirit dolls I had been given. And in my back seat, I heard one scream, Ouch! Oh. It was loud. I whipped my head around, and all I saw was Ralph wink at me. And the others were very quiet. Ugh. Oh. And most looked very tired, so I kept driving. Okay, this is very long, but basically, Ralph is haunted. Okay, uh huh. A lot of things have happened with Ralph. Hmm. Um. It says he's absolutely uh, bad, dark energy. He's very unstable. Hmm. I do not have any idea what he is capable of. Whoa. Right now, Ralph is pissed at me for even writing this listing, but I am done with him. He is a peeping tom. He scares anyone. He makes scary sounds. He tries to write on the walls. He causes you to break out in a sweat, headaches, lights flashing, doors slamming shut, (laughs) and he will trip you. (gasps) He turns red in the face and will make you do things that become out of your control. He can make you curse. He can make you smell heavy smoke when he is near you. He loves the dogs and cats, but will mess with them from time to time. He likes to play with matches. oh my God. okay, there's a lot going on here.
1: Oh, my God, for one fifty five I'm getting
0: yeah, if that's something that you're interested in. are you kidding? Um, that's Ralph.
1: that's crazy to me.
0: <laughs> no
1: whoa. no. yeah, whoa, okay, um <laughs> I'm like wondering, like, do the other dolls give? her this flack i'm just like curious about like you know she's in i don't know maybe was enamored or in love with ralph at first and yeah she thought he was just flirting yeah exactly
0: you know he looks like your average cute guy
1: he looks like your average your white grandma
0: (laughs) with a beat with a beat honey (laughs) i want to do just a special thing real quick uh this is a bonus haunted dolls much shorter mm-hmm. and it's also not a doll i was looking through haunted dolls and i found they also sell haunted objects which are not really as fun usually but this was in my price range and i found it interesting okay jihad can we put up that picture oh it's a snickers bar okay yes uh but it's a 17 and ninety 99 snickers bar okay and has a spirit attached to it Oh, my
1: God, please, please.
0: Now, what would you guess the spirit's name is?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Jema- um,
0: J- Delilah. Candy. <gasps> oh, my God, it's Candy Muse. <laughs> it says this amazing demonic love magic spirit is Candy. <gasps> oh, my God. She has the ability to manifest the most loyal and passionate romantic soulmate in your life. This is specially for black love magic. Mm. It has the ability to manipulate and influence based on whatever you want. Witches have been using this for years. However, if you're a beginner, just take it easy and meditate a few times before using this. This candy comes from a witch who loved candy so much that she put a spell on it before she died of a horrible sickness. She ordered the spirit of candy, a woman in her neighborhood, to live in this candy bar forever because the woman was so vile and bitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, so he's like, you need some sweetness. Oh, my God. Okay. So it says you can either consume the vessel or have it as part of your uh, offering table. Please keep away from candles. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It can be room temperature, but if it melts, it loses some power. If you decide to consume candy, do this at your own risk you will risk becoming possessed, and it will have an intense attraction. Mm -hmm. So you will have to find a balance of unity and solitude because the amount of love and attraction will be so overwhelming and intense that some days you will feel like a celebrity.
1: (gasps) You already are, bitch.
0: It can even decrease some of your energy and make you do lots of self-care. Wow. So... Do you think that this is a person that bought a Snickers bar and wanted to upsell it for about sixteen dollars?
1: I think ninety percent. It's very likely that this is it. And with other with other sweets, she buys them and copy and pastes this. Okay, it's like a very copy and pasteable thing. This Skittles, this <laughs> Gushers, these Swedish fish, these these Swedish fish. You know, these
0: dots, these <laughs> you know. Honestly, I bet you it works. I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, it's pretty compelling. Because it's not that much money, but, like, the profit margin is pretty good. I mean, like, the benefit you get from this is huge. Yeah, that's not bad. Can I play you some ghost voices? Please. It's time for EVPs. Or EVP, please. Have you ever heard the term EVP? No. Executive
1: producer? No, sorry. No. <laughs> That's EP. <laughs> That's it.
0: Thank you. Uh, executive vice president is usually EVP, but not in this world. Not in the world of ghosted. Mm. EVP is electronic voice phenomenal. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's what they call anytime they capture a ghost speaking. Oh my god. Um, A lot of times paranormal, like, ghost hunters will capture, you know, a little And then I'll be like, oh, my God, the ghost just said. (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm hungry. Oh, my God. So I go to YouTube where there's hundreds and thousands of people that have posted their EVPs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play you two. And I want you to tell me what you hear. Okay. And then I'm going to give you four options, one of them being the correct answer, which is what the ghost hunter believed it said. Okay. So here's the first one. This is posted by somebody named Gerald Reynolds, and it was uh, captured at a place called Rancho Camulos in eastern Ventura County. What is this ghost saying? Okay, it's a bit of a whisper. Did you hear it? One more time. I'll play it again.
1: Do you have a lighter? <laughs> Do you have a lighter? That's it.
0: Yeah, maybe they were a smoker. Yeah. Um, that's not what Gerald Reynolds thought.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Is it A, you want a happy meal? Is it B, gee, what happened? Is it C, two can make it all right? Or is it D, I'm sorry, I'm boofing? <laughs> okay which one is that let me play it one more time
1: two can make it right
0: he believes that it is saying gee what happened oh wait let's now that we know that let's listen again two can make it right. oh okay okay yeah no i hear that now maybe the ending part is not part of the evp maybe it's somebody else speaking so it's like gee what happened okay okay yeah i'll give it to you gerald um, here's one more. This is from Wasted Youth 426 at an unknown location. What mm-hmm. What is it saying? Gaga! <laughs> gaga, <gah. laughs> girl! Gaga, All men are dogs. You know. gaga! Yeah. Yeah. That's not what Wasted Youth 426 thought. Okay. Did they think it was A, you're the best? Did they think it was B, he's with us? Did they think it was C, hit the dust? Or D, let's go (laughs) boofing? I think it was hit the dust. Yes, hit the dust. Yeah. Very good.
1: It comes with that menacing energy.
0: Okay, we're going to do one last thing here. Um, you know, I'm just going to fire up some supernatural things, and I want to get to know you better. I'm just curious your thoughts on any of these. Maybe it'll inspire a story for you, or mm-hmm. maybe you just have some good thoughts on them, something funny, something interesting, something scary. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. What do you think of Psychics. I believe in psychics.
1: I fully do believe. I love Long Island Medium. And I, you know, I've, I've always believed that they are channeling something.
0: Yeah. I want her to channel her um, email account that I've emailed <laughs> since I've started this podcast. Teresa, baby girl. Teresa. Teresa. We're dying to talk to you over here. We are dying. We're dying, yes. Oh, you talk to dead people? I'm dying to talk to you.
1: Exactly. You connect with the dead, connect through email to Roz Hernandez. In this real world,
0: bitch. Thank you. Um, Yeah, she's iconic, and the look is everything. Yeah. Um, Have you been to a psychic? I've never, but I kind of wanna. Yeah, you need to. You live in L.A. now. I do. Um, What do you think about synchronicities? Do you read into that kind of a thing or do you just go, oh, that's a weird coincidence?
1: I love synchronicity. And I think it's, you know, just one story about synchronicity. When my Grammy passed away, my sister had a special connection. And my sister is like developmentally delayed. And like my Grammy passed away on on New Year's Day. 2018 and that morning my sister went to a painting she didn't like no one told her that she passed away she went to a painting of my grammy that my grammy painted and was enamored by it never in her life had she been enamored by that painting before but ever since that morning she has been in love with that painting oh yeah
0: you know what i just remembered something you're a twin. Mm-hmm. Do you find that there's like weird twin stuff that's kind of like beyond just like science? Mm. Do you ever have like share feelings, or do you ever go, "Oh, my twin's in danger," or I don't know? You know, I, I how I feel about that. I always
1: know my twin is in danger because he'll call me whenever the slightest inconvenience happens to him. <laughs> So, I know just synchronicity because he's blowing up my phone and my text.
0: So, it's never happened where like your twin broke their ankle or something, and then you're like, my ankle hurts. No, that's not. That's not happened, but maybe it will. Really? It's never happens. I know. I swear, I, I, I've heard it from twins. Really? This is a thing that people report.
1: Speaking of which, he's calling me right now. If that isn't in Then what is?
0: Well, we will wrap it up. Wait, I just want to know, like, one or two more things about you. Please,
1: please, yes.
0: What do you think of curses?
1: Fully real. I believe in curses.
0: Do you think someone can be cursed?
1: Yes. I think, I think I've been cursed. By who? Oh, my God. When I was in my drinking days, I think I've been cursed.
0: Meaning what? Oh, just, you know, like,
1: I've done regrettable things, and, you know, it's just like, oh, That person is
0: like, cursed me from afar. I don't know. You know? Like, evil eye. Sure. Yes. Okay. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. Why? I think Bigfoot is just— What's wrong with you? I think Bigfoot is drama (laughs) conflama,
1: and that's Loch Ness Monster vibes. (gasps) I believe in other things, but Bigfoot, I'm like, that is just straight men from Canada trying to be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. I could see that. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. Past lives. Do you subscribe to that belief?
1: Absolutely. I subscribe 100%.
0: What do you think your past lives were?
1: I think I was a white woman before this (laughs) because there is a white woman inside of me. 1,000%. There is an entitled white woman inside of me.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Love you, Roz. Thank you for having me. You are a... Fabric of the universe. What did you call yourself when you were... Yeah, fabric of the universe.
1: Ego-dyed fabric, yeah.
0: Yes. Um, Can you tell people where to find you and everything you got going on? Yes,
1: you can follow me on Instagram at DylanAdler underscore, on Twitter at DylanAdler6, or on TikTok at DylanAdler7. I'm doing a show in Los Angeles for Netflix's A Joke Festival, May 9th. 730 at Dynasty Typewriter if you're in L.A.
0: Okay. Yeah, I highly recommend people check you out. You're so funny on stage and uh, the clips that you post and everything is just so brilliant. The
1: feeling is mutual.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much to Dylan Adler. Be sure to follow him. Hey, if you're in L.A., I will see you next week at Largo. That is the 5th of March. So again, you can get those tickets at Largo-LA.com or in the link in my personal Instagram bio. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! This has been an Exactly Right production. Want to share your paranormal experience on the podcast? I read stories out loud and sometimes I'll even call you. So email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You can send a DM or voice message to the show's Instagram at ghostedbyroz. Give us a follow while you're there. And follow me, Roz, on Instagram at rozhernandez and on TikTok and Twitter at it's Roz hernandez. My senior producer is the startling Jiha Lee. Associate producer is the alarming Christina Chamberlain. This episode was mixed and sound designed by the eerie Edson Choi. My guest booker is the petrifying Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from the hair-raising Hannah Kyle Crichton. My theme music is by the spine-chilling Brendan Lynch Salomon. Artwork by the spooky Vanessa Lilac. Photography by the terrifying Elizabeth Karen. Executive produced by the chilling Karen Kilgareth, the spooky Georgia Hardstark, and the frightening Danielle Kramer.